deep in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast, brought to you by Texas Fish and Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas Outdoor Nation. I'm your host, Dustin Von Warnke, joined today with Mr... Your other brother, Dustin. Other brother, Dustin. That's right. <laughs> Dustin Element. Other mother, Dustin Element. That's right. So we just finished range day today, and I'm super excited about what we found, and we just wanted to kind of do a wrap-up show of what we found at range day, and uh, Dustin got to shoot a lot. I got to shoot, film Dustin shooting. Range day's the best I got day. to shoot, yeah, exactly. I got to shoot him shooting, but I shot with a camera, and you shot real guns. The guns. That's right. And I really, you know, folks, everybody kind of asked me... Uh, after last year they were kind of like well did you want to shoot some of the guns or did you you know i'm like dude i'm cool to let element do it because he's like the top shot season three winner and is just this this incredible marksman i mean i just it's my pleasure to watch you do your thing well it's my know? pleasure to shoot and, <laughs> and let you watch me do my thing <laughs> yeah that's cool that's really cool so first place we hit up was walther's booth yeah and what do we find there? Well, I've liked Walter for a while because, okay, honestly, it was the James Bond thing in the past, okay? <laughs> you know, as a kid growing up, that, oh, that had to be a cool gun. But they, I think they're really underrated in the firearms community. Yeah. Um, it, it just, I guess they didn't have the marketing budget in years past because the PPQ series are really a great gun. And they're accurate. So they've got a slick action. They, uh, they got a great trigger. And the ergonomics are great, too. Now, the recent they it was the p99 series and mm-hmm. then the ppq was made for the north american market because americans didn't like the paddle release the europeans right. use i do I'm I, used I, to that it, yeah and, and so it, it, i find people don't use their trigger finger to use it they try to utilize your thumb oh. and, and it don't work because that's right. not how they're designed right. anyway right. the point is uh, we went in there and they had their competition series which I didn't get a price point on it, but they've got them with uh, you know five inch barrels and and the polished the triggers are great already, but they put an anti friction coating on it, and that makes it even better. They got little beefed up sights and now the red dot platforms, which I love shooting red dots because you can be so much more precise. Yes. And a little faster in transitions. Sure. You know, your acquisition is a little slower without the, you know, the, the, the training. So you repeatably draw in the same spot. Sure. Anyway, they uh, that was fun to shoot those a little bit, and then they had their just their tactical version threaded, yay for suppressor, and uh, in a little shorter barrel. And then they also have their brand new chopped off one. Uh, was it's called the PPQ SC just for SC, subcompact. Subcompact. So right. it, I saw that too. yeah, they chopped a, they just chopped it both ends. Uh, the the right. barrel's a little bit shorter the grip shorter so your pinky hangs off but you can put that second extended magazine in and have a full grip i was really hoping to see they released an email like a week ago if if even right about the pps so that's their their slim one uh single sack great ergonomics on that but the in the m2 um i have a pps m1 that i wore the finished plum off <laughs> oh, the ergonomics weren't as good but it, the, the, see everybody went freak out mode when and uh, Springfield brought out their XDS. You know, oh, it's a single stack. The, the, you know, Smith & Wesson did their shield. Oh, a single great for concealed right, carries, right. first ones. Now, Walther had the PPS out years ahead. Sure. It's, no, it's a well-kept secret. Right. Anyway, the PPS is a, a, M2 is a, a good one. They released email with pictures of it with a red dot side on it. And I'm like, oh, so You're you ready. can slim it. You can put that red dot. Yeah. But they're not. They're not gonna bring it out till the NRA show. So, <laughs> so we were a little gum. Dis- we 
were a little disappointed, or Dustin was a little disappointed. I was there. trying to stuff it in my backpack, <laughs> but it, it's not even there. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. So, the Q5 Max and the uh, the Q4, right? Yep. That we, okay, that we talked about, so that's cool. And then we also went to the STI guns, which oh. is, they're based right here in uh, Texas. I introduced Dustin Ellerman to these guys last year, and um, I know he shot their guns before in Top Shot, I think, right? Is that what you said? I think so. It was, okay. it was one of the competitions. One of the competition, one of the competition shoots. So, um, that all being said, I, I wanted him to get some range time with uh, with a DVC, and they have the new DVC Omni and the DVC Open. You got to shoot both of those, right? Yes, yeah. and they're slick. They're slick guns. Uh, uh, we started with that Omni, and as I said, what they did on the Omni is it was it mean all or everything? Right. Uh, they put all the things that they get the most popular request for on their uh, you know their line and with the, with their muzzle brake and that you, know, you have a a the sight is you know, solid on the barrel along right. with the muzzle brake so it doesn't move and right. uh, some slick texturing. And so I started with that and it was just one flat shooting smooth gun. Uh, and then, uh, what was the other one called? The, their competition opening. The open, yeah. Yeah, that open. got even better. And just amazingly flat shooting, just just pepper away on the same target. Yeah. Just, it, it just you did. repeats I right mean, to you it. Just ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> when you were popping off those rounds, I was like, man, this guy's good. That's like cheating. <laughs> the gun that good. And I mentioned that yesterday on yesterday's show that I did a solo show on that they they've got some of the best. Um, smoothest performing 1911 frame style guns that I've experienced in the past. I mean, I just, I think, um, you know, for custom 1911, 2011 is their yeah. own proprietary proprietary uh, one as well, so they carry both. So these are these competition 9mm. Competition 9mm, I mean, high end, and I mean, they're really, really, uh, really good guns, so definitely check those out. So Yeah, that'd be on... I wouldn't mind owning one of those at all. Yeah. Those are slick. Those are nice. It's not going to be a concealed carry gun, but you want to show off, man. Right. That's one to right. do it with. Right. And we have videos of all these. They're not going to be coming out right away. Uh, this is going to be something we're going to drip out to our Texas Fishing Game audience over the next um, few months. And uh, we, we did get video of, of these two uh, companies' uh, guns in action. And then we stopped off at Black Rain Ordnance. Um, they yeah. have something... An AR-10 that shoots 22 to 50. Exactly, and what they had to do for that was they had to design their spe a special magazine. Right. And so it, it's it's a billet magazine, uh, so it's real sturdy. And in fact, I dropped it out on my pinky, and that hurt. <laughs> I dropped it. <laughs> it's hard and heavy and, and sturdy. Uh, but uh, so I guess they're single stacking in there. It, it it looks very. It's it's a lot different than just your you know, cheapo AR-10 PMAG. Right. And I said, that's where most of the design went was to get the magazine to work. And, uh, but that was flat shooting as well. It was just, they had a, you know, the action target, uh, hostage heads, you know, back, moving back yes. and forth the silhouette at yes. a hundred yards. It was just bing, bong, bing, bong, yeah, bing, bong. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. That's like, so, that'd be a, a varmint terror upper there. Yeah, so your coyotes, your bobcats, your um, prairie, your, dogs. Your prairie dogs, you're a big prairie dog guy. Um, you know, any of those kind of, your raccoons, I mean, your varmints, <laughs> uh, those kind of, uh, the predators and that kind of stuff, though, that's a really good weapon. My dad, my father-in-law likes to shoot deer in the neck, does especially, with a two two uh, two 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 fifty, mm -hmm. And he thinks that that's just the coolest gun because it shoots so flat. Yep. He's taken a turkey, was shooting it, at the base of the neck while it's still walking at like 175 yards with that gun. Wow. I mean, a moving shot 
with a two two the twenty two two uh twenty two two fifty and that's just wow. So I guess I, that's legal. Yeah, yes. Well, during okay. it depends on what season. <laughs> yeah, he's shooting in a legal season, but uh, with a rifle. But um, you know, he's got some incredible stories with this twenty two two fifty. So that's a heck of a round, and I don't think it gets as much press as it should. I mean, there's so many other different rounds that are out there that are flat shooting and that are that are uh, that are tiny, you know, small diameter. But anyway, there's my two cents for that. And I wouldn't mind having that one either. Yeah. Uh, let's talk for a minute about Franklin uh, Armory. Am I yeah, saying that right? Uh, man, I'm going to draw on a blank, but that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, Franklin Armory. As, as, as a re- new Reformation yes, gun yes. that it created a lot of buzz this week on social media and such. Well, and w- Well, the deal is they're, they're using their binary trigger, and I forgot what their proprietary name is for their binary. But if you aren't familiar with the binary trigger, it's a trigger that fires when you... You know, when you pull the trigger, just like any other gun, it fires. But then, so it has a setting so that when you release the trigger, it fires again. So it's got a standard semi setting. It's got a safe setting, but it's got this uh, kind of push-pull setting. Right. And so that allows the user to double tap extremely fast, or just you know, if you if you would do the normal motions of a double tap on a semi-automatic, it would be a quad tap on this. <laughs> So they had one for uh, they have one for AR-15s and they had an MP5 uh, one that, uh, you know binary trigger that they had and uh, they had one on an ACR. So uh, but the main deal is besides you know, binary triggers they've been around for a little while. And it, it seems neat. I haven't tried to shoot it in a controlled group or I think th- you know double tap and three gun is a big, uh, you know, that's pretty much how you run sure. a three gun. It's sure. just two hits on the target. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure binary triggers are frowned upon in the three <laughs> gun competition, world. three grip shooting, yeah, I'd say yeah, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but anyway, in that kind of realm, it, it, it could be popular just, just shooting for fun. But the big deal of what happened is, is kind of, uh, they... Is more on the lawyer and researching side mm-hmm. of uh, Franklin Armory. Um, in some letters to the ATF. Now, this is all what I've learned online. So tomorrow, they're actually releasing uh, their legit press statement as of at an official product launch okay. at, on, at the SHOT Show floor. But from what I can gather, uh-huh. the deal is uh, the ATF back all the whole NFA firearms acts that, you know, banned machine guns and all that jazz, or at least heavily restricted them, regulated them, uh, describes a machine gun as something that, you know, fires more than one round per pull of the trigger, per movement of the trigger. Okay. So since they are, ATF says, well, uh, pulling is one action and and releasing is another. So that's not a machine gun. It's not even, and technically it's not even a firearm. Or a rifle. It's not a rifle. It's like it's so an SBR. Uh, you know, if you go under 16-inch barrel, you would have to have a tax stamp. Right. Okay. But since the, the binary trigger is kind of like new ground. Right. Right. It's a brave it, new world. So right. it's not technically a short-barreled rifle, and so you can have a shorter than 16-inch barrel on this. Yes. firearm yes. since it takes two movements of the trigger to fire two shots a push and pull it's not a short barreled rifle because it's not a rifle it's just a firearm on unprecedented ground pretty much that nobody's ever done before on a mass scale production, yes yes on, on, a, on an official this is a right. product right. and That's so the deal the, what that means to the consumer is you don't have to pay the ATF to take this home from the gift, uh, from the from the gun shop right so you don't have to wait nine months for your infringement 
expungement stamp, as I call it. No tax stamp. Yeah, no, no tax stamp. It's just it's just a firearm. Wow. But even though it's a it's a it's a rifle firearm with a shorter barrel, <laughs> by the technical ATF definition, it's not an SBR. Oh boy. So I thought. Really, I was dubbing this, and they call it the Reformation. I call it the loophole. <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, but loophole could be used in a liberal term too. You know? I, I, so I'm we got to be careful with that. We <laughs> I'm all for less infringements. I know. So yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's yeah. it's interesting to see where this goes. Right. No, that's good. Uh, one of the folks you recognize was D three LLC. Correct. And uh, explain what do you know what that acronym stands for? Nope. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> it's something with desert something or other. Oh yeah, desert tactical. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's another friend. Here yeah, go. yeah, the desert something or other. Anyway, it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, gun company that they they manufacture. What do we do there? I forget. Well, they it's all suppressed stuff. Suppressed and you know stuff. how yeah, I like right. I like that's shooting right. stuff quietly because I think being loud is rude. And you know when you have quiet guns, you don't have to worry about disturbing your neighbors right. and your neighbors calling the sheriff because. All them noise. Right. So you shoot a lot of suppressed guns. I do. I, I do. watch a lot of your YouTube. Videos. And honestly, I think it's just because I, I of where I live. It's it, you know we the the camp where I live is is located by uh, a lake community right. and it's desert design and development. Okay, and desert design and development. Yeah, that's the D three. Sorry, I didn't mean to make you look no, that up, but cool. I totally forgot. So uh, so so I like shooting suppressed just as being a um a, a polite neighbor. Okay. And so these guys make some, but they they do it. They what they started with was their AR nine millimeter, and uh, they were going after kind of duplicating the MP five SD. Mm -hmm. Like okay, the Navy Seal one where it's mm -hmm. fatter and integrally suppressed, right. but it's right. also ported. Mm -hmm. So their deal was being able to shoot all sorts of ammo. And not having to spend the extra cash to shoot the heavier subsonic stuff. Oh, that's right. And I've come back. To yeah, I totally okay. love that idea because, uh, you know, it, it, investing in a gun is one thing, but for those of us who like to shoot, we right. can easily shoot five times the value of the gun sure. and ammunition in Burn a year or two. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, so this allows you to shoot more and stay quiet with even supersonic 115 grain ammo. Now, I said that, you know their design was over the like the MP5 SD. They were copying that, but the, what they did is they made that same kind of barrel design. Mm -hmm. So it's an integrally suppressed AR15 in nine millimeter. So it's a you know a, it's an integrally suppressed nine millimeter upper that uh that's it's a ported barrel so it's 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 stinking quiet mm -hmm. now it's not it's not a suppressor because it's a release suppressor you can't just throw it on another can it's just the, the firearm itself but you can shoot anything through it and stay subsonic quiet one of the things was it that uh exhibit place that we went to that had the um the ruger that's uh, right the mark three yeah the ruger pistol that was integrally it, suppressed. it was integrally suppressed as well and we were shooting regular cci loads right well here's the thing now cci standard that's what we started cci with. standard that's what i mean it's subsonic in even rifles okay and that's what we shoot at camp but uh what they did to demo their integrally suppressed pistol what they call it i forgot what they called it it's got a cool name, but uh, it, I forgot. To yeah, Sorry. it's it's a Mark III, and it's a good bit shorter than any of the other guys's on the market. Mm -hmm. Like I think they, uh, one of the competitors had a twelve-inch long one, right. and right. theirs is you know like six. Four, I think. Is what they said. Well, it's, it's a four-inch barrel. Four-inch barrel, about six-inch overall with the right, suppressor. Right, right, right. But again, how they do this is they doing like they did on their AR, where they port the barrels. 
And, and so what he did to demonstrate this, yeah. he put CCI mini mags in it, which mm-hmm. would totally be supersonic, hypersonic mm-hmm. way out there, right. even in a pistol. Right. And it wasn't. It yeah, was, it was still subsonic. Cry, yeah, so like that to totally that. means you can grab any bulk box stuff. Right. Which, uh, and so it'll be even, it, it just as quiet and fun to shoot. So that saves money over time. Over time. I mean, obviously, Absolutely. just like we talked about, you'll burn up the value five times over of a gun if you like to shoot it a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, for your range time, I mean, that's going to be a lot more affordable practice and a lot more affordable um you know, uh, just just fundamentals with kids. You know, I mean, there's a lot of really cool things that you can do with with a system like that. And integrally suppressed guns look cool. <laughs> They're sleek. I don't have any integrally suppressed firearms. I have integrally suppressed uh, um, air guns. And um, but I see exactly what you mean because mm-hmm. they're just I mean you don't have to do anything special. They just they're they're just thinking quiet like you like to say mm-hmm. all the time. So no, that's really good. Um, I wanted to also bring up uh, our friends at Desert Tech. I've mentioned them on the podcast for the NRA show and some other things that I've done in the past. Um, you got to shoot the MDR two two three. Finally, yeah. Two two three or three oh eight. I did the two two three. Two two three. Okay. So it comes to two two three or three oh eight. Completely modular, but as we say in the video about this, not modular the way you think of an AR fifteen. It's a completely different platform. <laughs> Yeah, and absolutely modular. Very modular. Bullpup design, so the magazine and the trigger are, are in the back. Um, you know, it's 16-inch barrel. Am I saying yep, that right? Okay. that's right. So there's nothing But in a package, that would be probably, compared to AR, a 10-inch, 12-inch barrel. Short. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, really amazing. So, I mean, it's a really short package. It's really, you know, easy to use, and, um, and, and it shot really well for you. Also ambidextrous. Yeah, well, you know, well, let's go back to the the modularity though. Three oh eight and two two three in the same rifle receiver. Yes. yes. And so, see, I was thinking like an AR ten slash AR fifteen. So mm-hmm. sure, it's modular if you want to put three hundred blackout and two two three in the same one. But no, this is three oh eight in the same frame as well. And so you just have a magazine insert that you put in. Uh, say you bought the three oh eight one first, and your two two three one would just uh, sure. cover the new bolts and and magazine mm-hmm. insert and uh, the, the uh, of course the barrel. And yeah, the uh, it's ambidextrous as well. Well, because it's bullpup, those casings are going to come out kind of by your face, right. and a toolless swap over. Just, mm-hmm. just you pop the pop the side plates out and switch them, and that's it. And, it, and he it, did it for us. Oh just yeah, to show us several how times. Easy it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy smokes, this is crazy. And uh, it, 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 you know, some guns they kind of seem to copy other guns. This one, you can tell, is like they just kind of went from scratch. Now, it's some a, stuff yeah. kind of um, imitates a, a Tavor where the controls, right. like say the bolt catch and the, but it's just because because the location because right. it's on the bullpup back there. It's his own animal. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's amazing. So if you've never looked up the MDR, I forget, I think it's modern something or other. I forget what it stands for. Modern something rifle, modern dynamic rifle or something like that. I forget what it stands for. But it is. it has been one of the most anticipated rifles to come on the market as of last year. They, they had such an order list for it, they could hardly fulfill all the orders and really release it to the public officially. And uh, from what I understand, and I mean, they really, they really just have are having a lot of success with that gun. I yeah, mean, I remember just... my first shot show like seven years ago, six years ago. All it was was a three D prototype, right? We have a three D printed whisper, prototype yeah. on the wall. And then they obviously, uh, Desert Tech also has bolt action, and I talked about this last night on last night's show. Uh, you could switch from uh, three hundred eight to a three hundred Win Mag in probably under a minute if you really know what you're doing. And their bolt action um, modular, you know, uh, rifles that they have. Um, 
And they're also bullpup with the bolt and everything's in the back, magazine, everything like that. And, Pretty uh, slick. I mean, really slick. So, no, it's really good. Um, anything else you want to say? I want to talk about Axion and Numerex today. Oh, yeah. Axion stuff's pretty cool. Okay, so Axion. New um, new optics. I don't know how to Optic explain Optic accessory? <laughs> Optic accessory from the folks that uh, that do Numerex um, uh, air guns and uh, Axion. Uh, I guess it's optics or it's optic accessories, but they really are cutting edge stuff. Explain that to us a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's completely different. And I, you know, I saw a press release and I was intrigued by it. So right. I was happy to be able to actually test it on the range. Mm-hmm. And uh, what it is, is, um, well, it's just a second lens that you put in front of your optic. And uh, so they had it on both red dots and magnified optics. Right. And th- they, 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 construct these lenses with a slight shift in angle and so when so say you had your your rifle set up on a vice you're looking down range at your target right depending on which lens you get is how much the lens shift would be and your image shift would be but say you have your reticle you know focused right on your bullseye you flip this lens up which is just honestly just a lens another piece of glass yes it's at an angle but you can't tell that by looking right, you know right. it, it just looks like another clear piece of glass you flip it up and then all of a sudden your crosshairs are 12 inches lower at 100 yards oh. and so this is giving you now these are constructed either they have like a commercial offering that'll be hey this is for your 300 yard zero this is for your 500 yard and it shifts it like i was shooting the 500 yard one it was like 11 point something moa Mm -hmm. that for 80 percent of calibers and rifles out there would shift if you had a 100 yard zero on your optic you could flip this uh you you put this lens in front of your scope and instantly it puts you within eight inches of where the majority of 500 yard zeros would be and so we did it right there. I, yeah. I, I shot one plate at 100. I flipped that lens down, and I shot this steel ram at 500, just like that. And it, was, it was a 6.5 Creedmoor or something. Yeah. I, I don't and even you, know you what it was on. You the crap out of it, too. Yeah, and, and so I just had fun flipping the lens up and down, looking through the right. scope. Right. Now, it's not going to be for everyone, okay? No. Long-range, serious precision shooters are going to want to dial it in. And we right. know the difference of just weather makes a difference in, sure. in what your bullet's going to drop. But... The innovation behind it is really neat, and you don't have to think of it as oh, it's just a 500 yards zero. No, you know, you could also custom this. You know, say you went up for 300 or whatever, and you knew your exact MOA. They said they could make it for you, and it's under a hundred bucks. Maybe yeah. not a custom one, but uh, but that that price point's incredible for something that sure. that um, innovative. I guess is the right way to say it. Yeah, and here's something I was thinking is uh, well, they may they mentioned it as well. Say for your 300 blackout. Supersonic and mm-hmm. subsonic. Yep. So for subsonic, I flip my lens up, and all of a sudden, I have a perfect hundred yard zero for my subsonic ammo. That's a great. It's cool point. Uh, a three gun competition could do that. that. I now, didn't even think about a silence versus suppressed versus live. You yeah, know, yeah. Because I mean, I know my my three hundred blackout drops with my supersonic zero. I got like a sixteen inch difference yeah. at a hundred yards. Oh, I believe it. I've heard a lot of stories about that. Too, yeah. You so know? you could just flip it up and be dead on. I could see it being of use in three gun, although the rules would probably screw it up. Right. But you know, if you wanted to, if you're doing something up close at a hundred, and then you just flip that thing up, and then you're dead on for your long range right. five hundred yard shots, and you could even hold under at three hundred. Right. It, 
It's neat. It's neat, and I appreciate innovation in this firearms industry. Yeah, because so many things have been done or overdone or you know rehashed or it's a better mousetrap. This is something I think kind of out of the box. Exactly, I mean, it's just stuff that nobody's really thought of. You know, to to that degree, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's going to work with any optic at all. Yeah. No, I think that's good. Um, so before we end the show, I wanted to also talk about Umarex. Umarex, um, um, the hammer, which is the new. Um, 50 cal. 50 cal. PCP. PCP and uh, uh, multi, uh, multi. what do you call it, clip as well. So you can, it has two. Two shots. Two shots <laughs> instead of one like you have with an Air Force Air gun or, um, you know. Yeah, a, a quick follow-up shot. Yeah, a quick follow-up shot if you need. It's a 50 caliber. Um, I'm not sure how many shots come to, because I get asked that question all the time. How many shots it's come to It's going to start fill? dropping, but they were doing it every two. They were refilling uh, yeah, just refilling because they just could. for accuracy and that kind of stuff. Yeah, they had a lot of tanks there, too. But really innovative. Uh, if you listen to this podcast at all, folks, I love air guns. I mean, I, I as a host of the show, I've, I've covered a lot of air gun stuff. Um, but I really, it keeps getting better. Because that gun is stinking quiet on top of being that powerful. Yeah, I've shot some, uh, I forgot, the, the Yiming or whatever. Yes, yeah, the it, Dragon Claw. You need to wear Ear Pro for yeah. that mess. Yep. These, yep. I they're, mean, they're it, it, there's still there's still some noise. It ain't it, it ain't 22 suppressed, you know, right, quiet. Right. But uh, but it's a big improvement. And oh, it is. I mean, it's just compared to other air guns that I've shot over the years. I'm just like, you know, it, it's like it's been really suppressed. Did you get to shoot it? No, I didn't. I didn't oh, shoot man. that one. But it dude, was cool. It's, it's, it, cool. it's a neat sensation. Seeing you do it, Dustin, uh, was enough for me, <laughs> man. Because I got a good video out of it. No, we had a lot of fun. It was but. a different recoil impulse. It, it's kind of a slow push. And it is almost fun. It is a fun kind of uh, yeah. a, a recoil. I'll never 330 forget. grains. Yeah, 330 Pushing grains, 930 feet per second. They have the uh, lower velocity ones. I mean, the lower grain ones, uh, two something. Two, uh, you know, somewhere around the 200 grain region, we're pushing 1,200 feet per second. <laughs> so you're, now then you're going to get loud because you're breaking the sound barrier. Yeah, yeah you are, but... Yeah, it's How cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, that's that's the thing about air guns is the innovations continue to to grow. You know, you don't need. I said this last night. You don't need a tax stamp. You know, uh, to, to not a firearm. It's not a firearm. And until they change that rule, which I hope they never do, I'm going to be owning air guns because I can get suppressed, integrally suppressed. Um, you know, so on and so forth. They call it in the air gun word world uh, moderators instead of suppressors, but that's the word since it's not. Gotcha. Have you ever heard that before, Ellerman? Uh. <laughs> moderators? I don't know. That seems like a silly name for a suppressor, but that's what they call it in the air gun world. But, um, you know, it's just, it continues to amaze me at, at the power that we can, one of these guns can generate and that it's lethal. And when I brought it first in my uh, Hogs and Exotic with Air Guns uh, story that I wrote back last March of 2017, um, people didn't believe it at first. You know, they were like, there's no way you could kill a, 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 you know, a hog or a deer or, you know, exotic deer or whatever. Can't hunt native game with them yet, but they're, they're trying to change that law and there's a big lobby uh, push going towards that uh, for this next uh, for this next year. But basically, you know, I, I'm just totally amazed at what's possible with, with air, you know, yeah. I mean, without fire entering the equation at all. I mean, there's some guys that specialize in nothing but air guns only, you know, um, pretty cool. which I think is kind of cool. So anyway, anything else you want to add, Dustin? Huh? You've been a great guest like usual. <laughs> well, we, we, we're leaving one thing out. 
was that? What was the crossbows we were shooting? Oh, Excalibur, of course. Forgive me. So Excalibur crossbows, we were shooting their Assassin, uh, That's 300, what it was. Yeah. 360 uh, feet per second up to 360 feet per second. Uh, they had some rubber, you know, silent, string silencers and that kind of stuff, stoppers and that kind of stuff on there that um, that uh, that basically you know brought it down a little bit. But you made a 90 yard shot. Oh sure, yeah. But with here's the thing, yeah, you know, the crossbow bolt. But it's a recurve crossbow. A recurve crossbow, and that's There's what no Excalibur is known for. There's no, and it, this new assassin has, uh, you know, it's what is the draw weight? I think 290 pounds. We yeah. talked about this eliminates the worry about the draw um, because it's a crank system. It's silent. It, crank. It's a silent crank, so you can, you know, if you need to reload, your blind. get another shot off. And I've had to do that before, and in, in my blind, because I'm a big crossbow hunter, but. Uh, the innovations of that particular crossbow. You're just getting into crossbows now, which I'm excited for. Because, <laughs> because and I sent you some Grim Reaper broadheads. Because I, I really think, I think you're going to fall in love with it as much as you love shooting once you really get out there and, you know. Yeah, it's crazy to be able to, I love the long range stuff. Now, now, <laughs> 90 yards? Are you out of your mind? You did it though, dude. Well, back up first, because the cocking... Uh, they they improved on the cocking yes. system too, yes. where it was safety wise, where it's not a uh, it's not just a hold on to crank. That what they did is they it's kind of just like a hold on crank. You know, yes. you hold on with your hand, but they have a safety strap on the wrist, which made it at first. I'm like, is this just a a, a bow release? You're that's what on? I first thought exactly. myself. It was a bow are you going to demo trying to pull it? That's right. <laughs> I, the first thing I thought of too, Dustin. Great minds think alike. But literally, I mean, it straps on your on your wrist, and you basically crank, and it keeps it from coming unwound yeah and, so, well, and snap un, fire yeah unspin so you can right. you can relax the string back down and yes. just uh yeah so that was kind of innovative again but launching those bolts out to 90 yards was cool because well the zero is just so <laughs> it lobbing the booger it we're using those luminox and so we're is in broad daylight you see this red knock fly about eight feet over the target oh. where I'm, and then just drop plumb right in the middle. It was slick. That's what Ted Nugent and all the other outdoor writers out there call the, the mystical flight of the arrow. Uh -huh. And I mean, once you really get that in your soul, uh, that you're hopelessly lost because I mean, just just the 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 crest of that of that you know, that arc is just when you're in the woods hunting for a deer or a hog with that and mm. you see that thing take its slow, time yeah, and slow slowly make like. it and you see the deer and then the deer you know it gives the the uh as Lou Marilla calls it the oh crap face you know <laughs> and, uh, and uh you know it's it's just it's uh, I, I love archery I always have but um you know the funny thing with uh, with that though is that we just finished a deal with crossbow school and then we did hunting school back uh, back this past summer and early fall, and Excalibur did their destruction challenge 2.0 and 1.0 on that page that we built for them, and when they're feeding. I was just telling Dustin about this. They were feeding the 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 crossbow to alligators. They were dropping it off of a two story building. They were doing all these things which hmm. you could not destroy in this caliber crossbow because of the design of the recurve. Because it's a recurve, huh? Yeah, you can't do Versus, that with a pulley system. I wouldn't run over it with a truck. I wouldn't run over a compound bow with a truck, but that bow I, I could see that. So You know what I was thinking? You know, you didn't see the know the view that I had because I'm looking through like that four X scope. Sure. And so it looked even cooler. What was those scope things we got? The phone scopes? Yeah, those phone scopes. That would be cool to do a video. In slow-mo. In slow motion. So you have 240 <laughs> frames per second on your iPhone watching this bolt. Woo! I love it. That would look slick. Dude, we got to do something like that. Yes. <laughs> Even if it's on our own. On our own little archery ranges. But, 
Now, I really think, Dustin, you're going to fall in love with archery the more you get to, once you start harvesting some animals with it. I mean, y'all did some stuff on Top Shot with archery, didn't you? We did, and that's where, I, that's after, that's, I picked up my first crossbow after that. Okay. Because uh, okay. they're just, Because uh, y'all were shooting recurves, was it? We did everything, That man. was 2012. So okay, my season, we shot, yeah, we shot recurves. Bouncing arrows off of a ramp into, yes. into a moving target. That was yes. just ridiculous. That was ridiculously hard. When yeah. I went back for All Stars, that's right. I forgot you did All Stars. That's when I I got to see Phil uh, at the final challenge shoot the is the Bowtech crossbow, whatever that one was. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he just he was like, this thing's awesome. It just goes wherever you point it. So I was like, I went back home and bought one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's kind of loud, and it, but then I got that raven last year. Yeah, you got a raven. You won a raven, Dustin, the luckiest guy on the planet. Well, here. yeah, I guess that was a year ago today. That was a year ago today. Yeah, you I popped the bullseye at 100 uh, yeah. yards. And I was like, if anybody's going to win anything, it's going to be this guy right here, not this guy right here. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that you did it. So you, you have a raven. And uh, you also got a GoPro as part of that deal, too, didn't you? Not that I remember. You don't remember that? I didn't okay, get that. Mind. It was just, okay, never mind. <laughs> you just got a, a Raven. Where'd that GoPro go? I don't know. Did it go to your Dustin? It, it went to go. Dustin? Yeah, the other Dustin. Yeah, I was wondering what that gift in the mail was. So, no, that's cool. Well, thank you guys for joining us for this show. Anything else you want to add, Mr. Elliman? If you found my GoPro, please send it to okay, me. Okay, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's funny. Um, thank you so much for watching, reading, and listening. Have an awesome day in the outdoors. We'll see you next time.